Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And the man in the know, you love him, you dream about him. Sometimes it's a little questionable. Ben Moore, 24-7 Sports and Panther Talk. Welcome, Ben. Hey, what's up, fellas? Appreciate you having me. Wait, when am I supposed to open my beer? Ooh. Now? Now, I would assume. You're you're muted again, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so gonna be a good one on the show. Yeah, no, still nothing. <laughs> what, what happened? What's going Man, on? Man, thank God this is live. I know. <laughs> Listen, this is this is live entertainment, friends. This is this is what it's all about, right? So you say you want to do a live show? We do every week. <laughs> Oh boy, Tim! I think you're gonna have to take over. Yeah, Tim, let's talk, man. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Tim, <laughs> I threw the ball to you. You got to catch it, and you got to shoot it. Yeah, Tim, can you hear me? All right, guys, can you hear me now? Yes, perfectly. The AirPods are not working, and I don't know if Tim's on some kind of really weird delay or something. But uh, he's broken. Yeah, his his internet broke. They were like, "We're cutting you off." It sounds like it. There's too much awesomeness with Ben on here for the show to proceed. All right, let's get going, guys. Uh, thanks, uh, Ben, for joining. Uh, yeah, man. Want, want to talk to you about a lot of stuff tonight, but uh, mm-hmm. first and foremost, let's talk about this uh, the turn the basketball tournament coming on. We had Devin on last week and uh talking about it was a lot of fun can you kind of give us some more info from uh come on, kind of a fan perspective of what yeah. we should be looking for here with the tournament no no doubt and and, and uh, appreciate y'all having dev on to me uh, he had a great time we actually are catching up tomorrow uh, to talk a little bit more uh basketball tournament and, and kind of media blitz and everything like that uh we, we got a lot of you know a lot of great feedback from uh the atlanta podcast so appreciate you guys uh, obviously throwing that out there and, and and the word obviously is continuing to spread but of course uh the basketball tournament last thursday um announced hey that the panther family has has officially applied for inclusion of that and and then devin talked about that a little bit you know just talking about the application process and uh, they do look at things like social media reach you know fan support uh, you know, they, they this is a made for television event, quite honestly, and they, uh, you know, all the games will be on ESPN. So it's one of those scenarios where uh, they want to know folks are on board and, and watching the guys that, you know, and we know and we love and then got to know. And, um, you know, I, I, I kind of teased it on the, the message boards and have talked about it a little bit. And Devin mentioned it a little bit. Some of the guys have been, uh, you know, picked up and named already. Uh, I know Eric Neal. Um, Demarcus Simons, Devin Mitchell, Malik Benlevy, Jordan Session, um, you know, are, are all have been announced, and um, you know, there's there's going to be some more some more familiar names as they're they're coming out. Of course, Kevin Ware is on that team as well. Excited to see him uh, in person, and the team uh, Devin and I have talked about it. We're going to be uh, they're going to be doing a, a two week training camp, getting ready for this, and and Panasonic will be the uh, the exclusive home for all your information there. Uh, interviews with the guys, uh, unveiling the coaches too. We have. Two coaches on board, uh, which Panther family will know exactly who they are, and that should be pretty fun as well. So we're excited to see what uh, you know what the response is. I, I, my only kind of regret at this point is they're not sending us somewhere closer to Atlanta, but uh, our guys are ready to play and, and excited about it. So it should be should be a lot of fun. Yeah, the games are all in like a Ohio and Midwest region, right? 
Yeah, it, it is. And, and part of that, you know, too, like I said, it's a made for television event. So you're going to have teams, you know, from West Virginia, Marshall, um, you know, you, you, they, they, they've done really, really well, quite honestly, in the NCAA um, with the Dayton, you know, the, the, the first four has been in Dayton. Um, that, that, community has certainly done super well uh, supporting NCAA basketball. So, um, you know, you're going to see teams from Ohio State. I know Jared Sellinger has a team uh, there with former Ohio State guys. you got some guys there locally in the Midwest as well. So, uh, but I, I can tell you just, just from talking to the guys, they're, they're looking to, you know, get in there, get ready. Um, and the question that I kept asking, getting asked is, hey, you know, DeMarcus Simons has kind of given up basketball. Is he, what kind of game shape is he in? And I talked to Devin the other day just about that. And he said, he's been training with DeMarcus and he said he's he's old Demarcus. Uh, you know he's he's you know was training MMA uh, style, so his cardio is 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 there. And now it's just putting you know the basketball side of things back in it. But jump shot is there, his attacking is there, and he said it's it's really no no different. So uh, he's going to be working out with him on a steady basis, and uh, I'm excited to see 15 back in a you know Panther uniform again. So that that'll be a, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure with his training for MMA, his attacking is going to be a, a little bit more aggressive now, right? <laughs> a, a little bit, yeah. I, I tell you this much, you know, it, we, we he kind of played with that edge already and, and was one of those guys that play with an edge. Um, you know, n- knowing he's been, you know, getting punched and kicked in the face and trained to do that, uh, yeah, just knowing that what he's going to see on the basketball court is not really going to affect him for sure. Do they call fouls in the uh, tournament at all? Or uh, can he get away <laughs> yeah. with a little bit extra? You know, you never know. But no, they, they do have NCAA style rules there and, uh, you know, continuing to to uh, to go. And and uh, no, it's you know, it's it's training camp and it's, you know, kind of summer for for the, the refs as well. So, I mean, you know, it's it's been professional professionally done. So we're, we're, we're excited about about uh, seeing seeing those guys and, and uh, getting everybody. And honestly, releasing the team, man, like we honestly are waiting on one more guy to uh, to give us the the official sign on. He's verbally agreed at this point. So we, we want to, you know, get the get the names out there and get everybody excited because there's going to be three guys that uh, that did not play for Georgia State. We want to get those communities excited as well. And, uh, you know, one of particular who uh, will have some NCAA experience and is a name that folks will probably remember from his time in the Final Four. So that's a m- enough of a teaser there. I, I can't officially say his name, but we're, we're close. We're, we're close with him. So Yeah, is your middle name teaser? Are you Ben Teaser Morgs? That's where the guy, man. You love uh, teasing everybody. He's got yeah, it. He's going to release it tomorrow on Panther Talk. <laughs> I, I I promise you, uh, it's one of those situations where you know, like I had the release written and I and I threw it out there and I had you know full disclosure. Like we basically had the, had the team ready to rock and roll, and uh, then we had a situation where um, some folks got it got. Uh, commitments or, or got accepted for for uh, you know position you know we were we were ready to roll our head coach man I mean that's the thing about it like we were ready to roll every single piece of it and then it was like hit the brakes it was like hold on this this is not officially signed on for and part of it too is you know the guys have to cut their own videos and you know the big part of it is is the basketball tournament wants to promote these guys you know they they want to get folks out there I mean you know we, we we've charted it as well you know guys like Damon Wilson who have 123,000 followers on Instagram which I had no idea uh he's number one on instagram you know uh kevin ware who was at one point over 150,000 on twitter um he's he's now you know slacked back a little bit but i think uh you know the the former president and michelle obama still follow him on twitter which is pretty freaking cool so what do we need to do as fans and what do the listeners need to do to help make this become a reality 
Yeah, the biggest thing, man, honestly, and, and Ryan and I are, are talking about tomorrow with Devin, um, just to, you know, drop this fan support page. You know, we're, we're going to be able to do that. Uh, there's going to be opportunities, you know, not only to to basically declare your fanhood, uh, but go out there as well and, and, you know, support this team. You know, we know folks, um, you know, can go on. And, and if, if folks are familiar at all with the AAU uh, process as well, there's a lot of times where AAU programs will go and, and, and work with the local community, get guys to sponsor players, sponsor teams, things like that. Um, certainly, you know, promote those businesses, um, you know, or just give to the team, you know, promote a player, you know, we'll go that way. So uh, the costs are going to be small, but it's, it's one of those scenarios too, because it's not local guys are going to need, you know, potentially, uh, you know, a little bump there here and there and uh, folks can, can show their, uh, their support there. So we're, we have a, we have a, a process set up for that and we'll be unveiling it extremely soon. I know Ryan and I are working kind of on the final details of what, um, you know, what we're going to work there. Um, but what we have been overwhelmed with certainly is not only the folks um, that are associated with the program wanting to jump in and, and be interested and help. Uh, but, but lo- the local media, you know, I was able to talk and talk to guys, you know, uh, like Brandon home team leak, you know, of course he was you know involved with the play by play team, you know, but Buck Lanford reached out of Fox five and shouted us out and said, Hey man, you know, tell me how I need to help. Um, so, you know, that's the cool part, you know, Sam Crenshaw, of course, you know, great friend of the program and, and certainly on, on the broadcast team for football and basketball does a great job there with the ESPN plus broadcast. So that's the fun part now is seeing, you know, okay, we're excited about this and we're, we want to get behind you. Um, and that's the, really the next step is, is to represent the city, represent the school, certainly. Um, but just being ha- being like Devin talked about, you know, the only team from the state of Georgia that will be represented in the basketball tournament. Um, I, I can tell you this much. Since the team has been announced, there's a whole lot of folks up in Athens and even on North Avenue that are saying, hey, why can't we put a team together? Well, what's because going you're not on? as why good as us. You can't even beat us. Why, why do you think you could win a game <laughs> in this professional tournament? Come on. That's, that's the answer. Oh, oh, I know, but it you know it's just fu- it's just funny because it's 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 the copycat, right? It's right. I love I love that Devin actually told you guys that they had actually uh, you know thought about having putting Tukey Brown in there too. That was tremendous. I, I didn't think he was going to slip that to y'all, but he he uh, he tossed y'all a lot of y'all softball. That was so great. Yeah, I still like uh, um, I remember that part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah so uh, understand. my question is, uh, you know, we we have been kind of speaking in generalities about like yeah. what we can do to get our team qualified and sure. stuff. But are there specific metrics they've released, or is it just sort of a generic? Uh, you got to do well on social media, and uh, yeah. you know, you figure out what that means. They, they want a following, obviously. They, they want the information out there. Um, you know, it, it is it is they do have some specific metrics. They don't necessarily share, you know, with us. Um, you know, they just say, hey, look, you know, be able to promote it, be able to go out there. Um, you know, the the elements there. I mean, I mean, listen, there, there's people that can cut a check, you know, that, for this whole team and, and sponsor it and, and, and go from there. So that's that's possible. And I think that's that's going to be fine. And we're, we're good there. We're anticipating all, everything will be well um, there. But, you know, just just the biggest thing, obviously, um, you know, once once we roll and once folks get behind us, which they have, um, you know, being able to support on you know Instagram and likes and retweets and things like that, they do track that. I mean, obviously, we had you know, we had the initial announcement kind of go crazy, um, you know, which which was great, which is what we wanted. Um, you know, what I love to see is is you know former basketball guys and even current basketball guys getting excited about it. Uh, even the football team jumping in there and getting excited about it. Um, you know, that's that's the level of power that I think we have, and and uh, you know, certainly we know you know with with the student base and once folks actually see guys that they've seen or seen you know they they know on tv you know playing in this thing um you know it only goes from there so this this team is is hungry man it's 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 a lot of fun um and as i you know kind of mentioned before uh this you know the old vcu team you know guy that i know really well matt shelton uh, was the gm of the of the vcu squad and you know he basically we sat down and grabbed lunch and he said look man like you guys got enough pros 
um, that could make this thing work for Georgia State. And, you know, you guys thought about doing it. And he said, you know, and I, we, we just kind of started wrapping around it. And, um, you know, I think Ryan Green and Devin are, are probably the perfect guys, quite honestly, um, to kind of be that synergy between, you know, the, the, the very front end of, of Ron Hunter's days and, and to now um, kind of going into the Coach Lanier bunch. So, um, you know, that's going to be the fun part. I know there's a lot of guys that wanted to play. Um, you know, I saw some back and forth uh, with some former players as well to say, hey, you know, why did, why did my phone ring or anything like that? So um, there, there's plenty <laughs> of guys, obviously, that, that, that could be be chosen. So, you know, we, we thought we got the best 10 this year and, and we'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah, maybe this can become an annual tradition where, you know, these guys finish up playing the program uh, Georgia State and then they know that and this is an opportunity to play for a chance for a million dollars. Uh, if they don't or if they're not able to make that next leap to the NBA or to another professional team. So and, and you talk about uh, and like Devin talked about being a Georgia, the only Georgia team. You know, we talk about I me. Mean, no one talks about media markets more than Georgia State yeah. and the city of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, if we, we got to put up there and say, look, look, this is it. You know, we only team from Georgia, anybody that's from the state. I, I do that. I watch stupid cooking shows all the time. And if someone's from Atlanta or Kennesaw or, you know, you're rooting for them, right? I always root for, I always root for yeah, whoever, totally. the local person or anything. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Hey, do no you guys doubt. have any more questions about the tournament before we only have been for a few more minutes? I want to get on a couple other short topics. No, I really wanted to nerd out and ask about metrics and stuff. So, you know, that's, that's all I got. We'll, we'll do that offline, Ryan, I promise. Yeah, I'll, 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 I will say, I will say that I know they're watching because my retweet um, got liked uh, by their by their Twitter account pretty pretty fast. It did not oh, yeah. take very long for them to, oh, yeah. to like mine. So their team is – their social media team is definitely monitoring this stuff. They're, they're on it, no, no doubt about it. Yeah. Tim, you got anything before we move on? Let's go to the next topic. What do you got? Uh, uh, ben Teaser Moore posted something on Panther Talk today that I wanted to get to because he actually yeah. mentioned coming on tonight. Uh, we know that we the, the days of Becker are numbered. Uh, you got anything about what we can expect about finding out who the next president of Georgia State may be, and more importantly, uh, their feelings on athletics. Yeah, I, I don't know the latter. I don't, you know, and that's that's. The, I've still, you know, been trying super hard to get a name out of it. Um, I know no interviews had continued to go. The the initial conversation basically was, um, you know, to wait until the chancellor, uh, you know, was was done. And and we know certainly the the uh, USG has kind of slowed that down a touch. Um, I do know two two uh, candidates were interviewed last week. And there have been, I believe, a total of six that have been uh, that have gone, uh, including one internal candidate. So uh, it's we're getting to the finish line here. Um, you know, from everything that I've been told, uh, it's basically you know you know President Becker is going to ride on the sunset June 30th. He's done. Uh, and then July 1st, there will be a new president at Georgia State, and uh, you know they're not waiting necessarily on. Um, you know, anybody from the Board of Regents or anything like that for a chance or they're, they're you know, full steam ahead. So, um, you know, in, in typical situations like this, from what I understand, um, they do they can call a special Board of Regents meeting and, uh, you know, go ahead and, and approve this and have that appointment made. Um, so you could see that it doesn't have to necessarily be on the books. As we know, folks in, in education tend to be, you know, by the book and, and Board of Regents, things like that are scheduled. All their notes are public. Um, so if we do have something um, they will publicize that and we could see a name, you know, squirt out. Uh, I knew I do check very, very frequently on that when we start getting down the, uh, the information. And, and certainly there's a whole lot of information where if you just know where to look, you can find it pretty quickly. So, um, but I, I'm expecting some news quite honestly in the next, next few weeks. And, and we should know uh, who the next Georgia state president is here. Probably, probably I would say by the middle of the month. 
You have to apologize, Ryan's laughter there. He heard the word squirt, and he just can't stop but giggle about it and everything. This is a huge hire for Georgia State for where we are right now. You know, It seems like you know, obviously basketball has been doing fantastic the past several years, and football seems to finally be at that point to turn the corner. And a president who is pro or anti-sports could have a huge basis on what the next steps are for this program. So, I mean, I'm really interested to find out who they are. Do you know if any of the candidates that have been um, looked at have a Georgia State or Atlanta connections? I don't know that. Um, I know there has been tremendous interest in the job. I do know that there, there were that you know a tremendous amount of applicants for this position. Um, some that were basically you know basically assistant provosts and things like that nationally. Um, and I think that's the that's the interesting part about it. Ultimately, is is once the president comes in, kind of identifies what's going on and what has gone. Um, you know, you have folks that want to you know put their stamp on things, and then there's also you know some that want to basically take a look, take a time to say, hey, you know, what has been going on? What has worked? Um, what needs to be improved and things like that? We know certainly the amount of construction and growth the university has has had in, in the last four, five, six years under President Becker. And, um, you know, I, I'm interested to see the charge. Um, and, you know, it may also be one of those situations too, where we may not know who this person is. We may just be able to see the resume and say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Or, or they may be ready or they, they may have the opportunity. As I've said many, many times, you know, president Becker came from South Carolina. Uh, he's a Penn state alum. He understands the importance of athletics. Um, you know, he, it wasn't that he was, you know, super on fire athletic guy. Um, he just understood it. He understand the importance of it and, and understood, you know, it's landscape we know within it. Um, I think it is interesting. And it has been a conversation certainly on the boards of, Hey, you know, let's let's get them to increase the budget or let's focus on this. At the same point, athletics is such a tiny, tiny fraction of the <laughs> university. Uh, it's, it's certainly, you know, the biggest PR agent. Um, but I think from from a university point of view, uh, there are a lot bigger fish to fry. You just kind of have to see, uh, you know, hey, what 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 is the level of importance and focus? And and that's that's the important part. But I think it, I think it was literally like two point six percent of the last year's physical budget was the athletics budget. So I uh, can't can't imagine uh, that's a tremendous amount of their time whoever that next president is. Well, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> if David Brown has anything to say about it, doggone it. Yeah. Exactly. It's really hard to imagine um, like anything a new in- incoming president could put their name on at this point with, you know, Mark Becker has so many projects like currently sure. undergoing underway. It's like, what are you going to get started under your name? Right. Cross. Oh boy. That's All right, uh, uh, Ben, I know you only had a few minutes with us here, and we were yeah, almost man. exhausted that, but there's one bit of news that's kind of like, I guess uh, we're expecting to hear about in a little while, but Coach Collins, Coach uh, Chris Collins, looks like he may be uh, uh, leaving football here at Georgia State moving on to Kentucky. I think he, we're going to find out tomorrow, right? Because he really <laughs> likes the colors blue and white, and that's the only place he wants to coach. Uh, how big of a hit is that going to be to us at this point in the time in the offseason? Is it um, – What's the, what's the impact going to be on the football program? Do you think? Yeah, I mean it, it's tough. It's tough timing, um, you know, and it's a great opportunity for for Chris and and you know being a recruiting coordinator and safeties coach. Um, it's it's one of those situations too. Kentucky's trying to get you know back in obviously uh, the mix there in the SEC. You know both in the divisional and the overall play, and um, you know it, it's it's probably been about ten or ten or fifteen years, but it's one of those situations where they're looking to really really hammer the Metro Atlanta area, and and certainly believe Chris Collins can do that. You know he was the primary in Gwinnett County. Um, you know has certainly you know I I know I saw one article from twenty four 
24-7 that said uh, that he was tied basically to 22 recruits, either as primary or secondary recruiter, um, you know, and, and has done a good job, you know, reached, reached and developed guys and coached guys up. I mean, the, the word has gotten out certainly about his ability. Um, something of interest as well, I've, you know, found out recently, I mean, his wife, um, you know, the, the couple certainly just gave just gave birth to their uh, youngin, and and uh, but he actually she actually works for the university as well, so it would be a loss uh, for GSU and GSU athletics. So to lose both of those individuals, so um, you know, it, but I, you know, what what I've tried to tell folks too, um, ultimately SEC money is totally different. He he quite literally could double his salary even from a position coach. I mean, just to kind of give you an, you know an idea as well, former offensive coordinator Travis Trickett went back to his alma mater at West Virginia and increased his salary significantly by going from offensive coordinator here in the Sun Belt to tight ends coach. So uh, that, that P5 money is totally different. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's life-changing money in some cases where, you know, hey, you may have a new mom who may not have to work outside the home as much or things like that. So, um, you know, there, there is a little bit different there. And, and, you know, almost every coach that I've talked to wants to coach at the highest level. So uh, good luck to him. And I know Coach Elliott, uh, if he has made that move or is about to make that move, I know Coach Elliott will be ready uh, to, to get a replacement pretty quick, as we've seen. You know, and there has been turnover, certainly. In, in Coach, yeah. you know Elliot's t- tenure here in Atlanta. Yeah, we know our lot in our life. I think G5s. That's what we are. We're, we're the picking grounds for uh, for the P5 program, specifically SEC. And it is kind of amusing though that you have a, a school come to Georgia State to pick up a guy to recruit Atlanta when it seems like we have so few t- Atlanta kids that come to our <laughs> come to our that's program. That's what I was going to say. It sounds kind of weird. We complain constantly about how Atlanta's not recruited enough. Yeah. It's, it's it is. Yeah, it is interesting, and and I think the biggest thing is the access point. You know, it's it's he he knows the individuals to talk to, he knows the coaches to talk to, and 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 you know, like, like we talk about all the time. I mean, this, the Sun Belt is not the SEC. You know, being able to walk in there, you know, with the University of Kentucky, you know, on your shirt and and, and say that, and, and be able to to brag about that, a little bit different. You know, and that's you know, you're going to get different access level to some kids who who want to play in, in in front of that atmosphere against an Alabama, Tennessee. Georgia, you know, things like that too. That that matters to kids. You know, they they want to see the SEC and yep. and have the opportunity to do it. So, you know, again, if, if that's that the, that is the lot in life, um, and that's that's what he chooses to do. I wish him well. Um, you know, certainly enjoyed the time that I got a chance to talk to him and and get to know him and his family. Um, but but it's it's one of those scenarios as well. Uh, quite honestly, as a G5 school, you want your assistants to get picked apart. That means you're doing things well. You know, it's the same thing. What's going to happen? And I've said it multiple times. That you know, on on you know, PT and other places. Uh, if Sean Elliott continues to win, he's going to get his phone call. You know, he's going to get his phone call from the schools and and go from there. That's part of it. That's part of the, the lot in life. Even though he signed the extension last October, uh, there's going to be people who throw money at him that may may double his salary. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I certainly would be listening uh, my own self if someone wanted to come throw you know my, double my salary at me. So. Absolutely. I got one last question for you. I'll let yep. you go unless uh, sure. Ryan or Tim got anything. But just on Coach Collins, do you think there's any potential recruits that were in jeopardy of losing if he does uh, jump ship and go to Kentucky? Um, not, not that I know of at this point. You know, the biggest thing is that, you know, the dead period just ended last night and uh, certainly the open period is, is now. Um, you know, I, I would be, you know, with Co- Coach Elliott's camps coming up. I mean, the the one thing that Coach Elliott has been uh, over the last, I would say, two recruiting cycles has been very, very diligent in terms of all right, identifying their board, kind of firing off of those guys. And that's it. 
And that's really it where they haven't had a chance. You know, they haven't really had to reach for guys late. Um, and, and I think now, you know, when you have this, you know, they knew that they had an opportunity for so many seniors to come back. They could really, really be patient. Um, and, and you could have a situation again next year where you're talking to kids who are rising, you know, juniors who get that extra year eligibility back, you know, identifying which of those guys are coming back too, and seeing, hey, you know, am I going to have depth here? If I'm going to have issues here um, and then go the transfer portal route too. So there's still some guys, you know, what's crazy is again, you know, putting note out last week and uh, any of our VIPs may have saw it. I mean, there, there's a graduate transfer from the University of Tennessee that, uh, that from what I've been told, basically, we're still engaged with, you know, right now, who plays defensive back, who could be on the roster as of next week. Was so, he on the team when we beat them? Uh, he was, and he <laughs> plays significantly for Tennessee. So uh, he's really and a good player. So um, just one of those situations. And from from uh, what I've been told, his girlfriend is in graduate school at Georgia State. So okay, and that definitely definitely changes things. Hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully, if you guys come here, there's some friendly uh, jabbing from uh, uh, Coach Ellington about his performance. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. We can we can replay the uh, the end zone run where he you know have had multiple people <laughs> slam into each other. No doubt. Exactly. All right, uh, Tim Ryan. He's uh, uh, Ben is, uh, I don't want to say overstate his welcome, but he's overstayed longer than he wants to be here. So, uh, do you guys have any more questions for him before we leave? No, I'm good. Ben, any other uh, juicy teasers before you leave? The man, that's that's it for now. We, we uh, well, I, I will say this, and, I, and you guys have seen it on the boards quite a bit. I'm expecting a basketball signing any minute now. I'm waiting for him to to commit. Uh, that will complete the 2021-22 roster. Uh, for whatever reason, he's being very quiet about it. But uh, for folks that have been on the site, they know who I'm talking about. Uh, he is a local product, so that means uh, basically all four of the signees. Uh, will have played in the state of Georgia in the last uh, in the last year or so, and he's a talented kid, uh, nicknamed Turtle. I will give you that. There's a there's a teaser for you. Yeah, we, but, we, uh, knew, we knew you could squirt out another juicy tease. <laughs> I was right. I was just for you, right? I was trying to work that in. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks again, Ben, for being here, man. You uh, always welcome. Have a spot on the show whenever you want to uh, come back frequently and often. So thanks a lot, man. Pre- pre- appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you. See you, man. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. Oops. Oh, did you? <laughs> I, went to, I went to go tap uh, Ben out and he just killed his phone. So it already moved out and my fingers already going down and kicked uh, Tim out of the, uh, the nice. show there. At least you didn't like super boot him or nothing. Yeah. Like, you have to yeah. But yeah. Ben's always a good conversation. You know, when I originally wanted to do this podcast, I wanted to do it with him. But I think if we had done that, it would have been way longer than an hour each week. And I'm not sure how much of it would be me talking. Yeah, I was trying to say a uh, good conversation, but it's mostly just uh, you finding five words to ask a question and then him going for a can while. I, can I get it in there? What? <laughs> it might have been a two-hour podcast. Too much okay. information. I mean, it's good. It's good. We should he'll do give, this every now and again. He'll give us a great little nugget of information. So I, I have like that question on deck that I want to follow up to that one. And then he moves on to another topic. And I got a question for that. And then by the time he's finished, I'm just like, I – forget what you even said dude david might you say that he squirts out nuggets he squirts them out left and right. <laughs> i'll never let him live it down and yes i, I did giggle about that uh because it was hilarious and and i sat there and i looked at everybody's faces and tim was laughing at the exact same thing and was just like looking around like did i just hear that <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like grown men finding a word like squirt to be funny. So I still, yeah. I still like, huh, 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 you said doo doo when people say doo doo. Oh, yeah. For so, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd uh, drop the uh, TBT player's name. I don't know. 
Cool. Yeah, Ben's really good uh, to talk to offline because then a lot of those teasers become actual little factoids, and sure. he squirts a factoid into your ear. So uh, yeah, I think if you get a nuggets. chance to pregame with, uh, if you still get the chance to, to, to pregame with Ben before a football or basketball game, it's always some fun information to be learned about the history of Georgia State and and what's going on right now. But yeah, uh, so we have a, l- a little bit of football news that came out this past week. Changing subjects. Uh, we got some game times, first three games of the season, football games of the season. We got our kickoff times for, and I, I don't know. Can you hear my dog whining right now? Because it's bit. very interesting to me. So, yeah. Does it want to get um, to you? Uh, no, it just wants to annoy me completely. So, and it's doing a successful job at it. Anyhow, uh, we, so we got the first three games, Army we got, and I selfishly wanted this to be an early kickoff because I want to get back to Dragon Con. And sure enough, we got a noon kick. Something actually went well in my life for once. I thought it was, is that not a Thursday game? No, did I just make that up? It's a Saturday game? Saturday, Saturday game at noon. And I would actually prefer it to get moved to a Thursday night, but that's yeah. not been the case so far. So. Right on. <clears throat> what, what do you guys think about that? Do you think we should – I mean, it's on ESPNU, so I mean, I'm assuming that a TV dictated this game. If it was an ESPN Plus game, there's really no excuse for us not to be on um, a, a night game or at least a later game. That's a dog. Yeah, no, I mean, what are our, our normal start game? Is that what, like two? Start time is that like two or something? That's we like had a lot everything. of it, two. Yeah. Two or yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with the noon, noon kickoff game. Uh, it just limits the tailgating, which kind of sucks. But um, I understand people's want to get back to other things on uh, Labor Day weekend. It's a busy uh, day in Atlanta for sure. There's so many things going on. I don't know how much it really matters what time the game is. So if national TV is going to pick us up, then we go with that right i do it yeah i'm happy with whatever if we're on espnu it's cool yeah new game national tv why wouldn't you take it it's easy yeah 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 that's so, the most if important move us thing. To midnight we'll go there that's right yeah if espn one wants to put us on at midnight let's do it <clears throat> oh man really yeah let's do it yeah. i think you could actually uh enliven the student fan base i don't know Everybody rolls in from the bars after they've been partying and uh, comes to the game. Oh, that'd be a disaster. I, so you, do it at, you do it at 2 a.m., so after last call, you know, and then and then you show up to Georgia State. Just at the Panthers, the Panther Express, swing around through Midtown and all the different bar areas, <laughs> everybody dropping them off there, people stumbling in, drunk as can be. When I was going out till uh, 2 a.m., I would have gotten on that bus for sure, even if I didn't care about Georgia State. Right. Yeah, just something else to do to keep it going, right? I'll be yeah. like, do they have pizza there? <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be Panther Dining Pizza. I, I don't know. I'd have That's to be fine. really, really, really drunk to eat that. We had the, uh, fine. the watch party. It was some of the worst pizza I've ever had. But anyhow. Yeah, 2 a.m. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, we go up to Charlotte for North Carolina, 7.30 on ESPN3, which is effectively I – th- I thought they got rid of ESPN3 to have the ESPN Plus thing. 7.30 is a very late kick for a non-televised game on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm wondering, I think that UNC is maybe um, away or at a neutral site that very first week. So maybe this is their home opener, so they're wanting to kind of get a good party going on or something. I, I don't know. Still pretty late. It's crazy. It is late, and uh, it kills any chance of making that a day trip, of leaving early in the morning. And That's true. You're staying overnight at that point. 
yeah, yeah. There's no way I'm making that trip back. But um, you, it, it, you probably were going to do that anyway, though. You know, like that. It that would be you'd you'd be asking for too much to have it like a midday or whatever, and then like drive home. That that sounds miserable. Yeah, Charlotte's not. Or I, I, say, I said Charlotte. Why did I say Charlotte? Why'd you guys let me say Charlotte's Chapel Hill? Because I, I don't know where Chapel they are. Hills. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte's actually a lot closer. It's only like a four hour drive versus like what a six six and a half or something for. Uh, chapel hill so yeah when i used to go to durham which is right next to chapel hill i i, I flew in because i was it's too far to drive yeah six hours is my breaking point on light versus drive yeah. so yeah i mean i, I mean i guess the, the unc the night game is kind of cool for us at least being able to get up there I, I guess we could drive up that morning versus staying uh friday night there and then you have some tailgate or uh bar time before going there that's really the only advantage to that late of a time on a on a streaming service versus real TV, right? Yeah. Are we? Um, do we have any plans for watch parties for that kind of thing? I mean, since yeah, we have I'm going to be time, we can figure it out. I'm going to be inside of uh, Tar Heel Stadium or whatever the hell they call that thing, and watching the game from there. That's my Lame. plan. Lame. It's a live watch party at the stadium. Exactly. A watch I'm going to be watching it from the homeland. Not going to be able to make it up there. No. Not Even grounded for that. Okay, have fun. Nah. <laughs> then all right, next week you tell us on the watch party plan. You get it all uh, ramped up for us. With the what? Me. I gotta do what? You're, you're, planning, you're planning a watch party now. Well, I'll just piss everybody off. I'll do it at halfway crooks, and nobody will show up because they don't have any uh, uh, liquor. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. Uh, I'll be like, uh, I think we're just gonna go to the official watch party at Six Feet Under because I like it there. Fine. There you go. Get some some fried shrimp or something. That's right. Shrimp basket. Speaking of Charlotte, that's our third game at home, and that's a, a 7 p.m. game on ESPN Plus. But it's 7 p.m. at home. I love 7 p.m. at home. That's fantastic. That's hey, are great. you sure that's uh, in Charlotte? No, it's in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta versus Charlotte. Yes, I've been drinking, guys. We all have been. <laughs> it's on ESPN Plus. The one it's on ESPN it. Plus versus different than three, but whatever. I don't care if it's a home game. I'm going to be watching it uh, from inside. So uh, I, I mean that's that's gonna be that's perfect. It's what we want. We want a seven o'clock game in September when it's hot out, so it'll be a little bit cooler for the game. We get an entire day of tailgating. Which we also the most important part right there, all day tailgating. Exactly. The most important part about a college football game is tailgating, and then it's winning the game. That's how yeah. I look at it. Because I guarantee you I can make tailgating fun. I cannot guarantee you that a Georgia State team is gonna win a football game. So we can win that one. Yeah. I was bummed, though, about Auburn. Not, we don't know that one yet. The Auburn game, the, the fourth week, the final out-of-conference game. Do we just sort of not know because they're, they're withholding maybe for a TV? Well, I asked Ben uh, about what, whether we would know that, and he says that's already moving into that whole we'll know 10 to 14 days before kickoff so they can figure out where their time slots are going to be and everything. So well, as early as noon, as late as 7 or 8. SEC does the whole bidding thing where like CBS gets first pick for their time slots and then whoever the secondary is gets the next pick for all their time slots and and they they all figure it out uh, as early as or as close to it as possible so they can get the best game possible. Yeah, so after we're three and O having upset UNC dramatically, uh, they're going to want to put that as a night game and feature Georgia State Panthers taking on their next SEC opponent that they upset. I think CBS, the 3 p.m. is their prime slot, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? 
I'm pretty sure that's what they consider like the best game. Yeah. That is the primo slot for the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. some pretty good games. I was looking at the schedule um, for SEC. I mean, you got Florida and Tennessee <clears throat> that same weekend. Georgia Vandy. Most both sound like Mississippi State. So I don't. You know, I was kind of hoping for like a lot of no SEC games to see where we could potentially get a better well, spot. It's week four in the season. I don't think SEC is going to have a bye week that uh, that early in the season. So. I was hoping to see some out of conference. Actually. Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if this was announced previously or not, but I've noticed this while looking at the the times when we have that Thursday game later in the season against Lafayette, that's actually an ESPN proper game uh, out there in whatever this the swamp, swamp. that Lafayette's located in. So which game is? Swamp, right? Or is it? I think that's, I think Lafayette's the one that's out West, like the West side of the state. I think. Which, which game is ESPN proper? Lafayette, Georgia State at Lafayette. We're playing that on like ESPN Prime. Yeah, uh, on, on Thursday night. On oh, Thursday night. Oh, still, that's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Like I said, I'll play anytime on national TV. I feel like that's uh that should take precedence. That gets a lot more eyeballs. Period. Play some uh, Georgia State commercials that no one watches, and uh, you know. No, I I can't agree with you more. It's like just having the, the eyeball seeing Georgia state, you know, just knowing it. And I, Cause I watched, you know, I'll watch any game that's on those weekday nights, just yeah. it's a football game. It's, it's yep. better than not watching football. I'm, I'm and it's the up. only one on, there's only one ever, you know, on every I'm, I'm Thursday. I'm caught up on Netflix. I can just watch whatever I can watch football now. So it's all yeah. good. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, ben sent me something else today. I'm just, Ben's all over this uh, uh, episode tonight, but the, I guess some of the first betting odds are out. Gone about the Sun Belt, about the chance to win the uh, the championship, the Sun Belt championship football game. Uh-huh, and, what are we? Uh, we're eighteen to one. Yeah, we, you know, it's not going to be a. It's, it's kind of a stretch. But the interesting thing is, we're uh, we have the fourth best odds in conference to win the championship. Yeah. All right. Coastal eighteen to one. That sounds fun. I might. I could throw some money at that. I'd put a hundred bucks down for that. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred yeah. bucks to to win eighteen hundred. Uh, yeah. Coastal and Lafayette are tied at uh, three to two. And App State at uh, four to one odds, so they're obviously by far the three of them are the the heavy favored to win it all. Uh, but then it's Georgia State and everybody else. All right, way below <laughs> us, right? Way below us. Well, one of the things I like about it is you know the Vegas knows their stuff. They're right way more often than they're wrong. So by putting us that high up in the list, I like it a lot. I makes me feel justifies kind of my feeling about going into the season where we know that potential is really there to be a, a dominant player in the conference this, this year. They're uh they're paid well to get it right. So they have a lot of incentives to, to get it exactly right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, how they make the line. most money is to do the exact right prediction. <laughs> yeah. So you, so Ryan, you said you put money on what Tim is, is, is 18 to one odds. Would you put some money down on that? Sure. Why not? I mean, I think I think we have a pretty good shot this season to actually win the championship. So why not? Well, I mean, we we had a revenge tour this year with uh, Lafayette in that Thursday night game. Uh, payback with Coastal. I mean, there's there's a lot of juicy stuff on the schedule. And getting that first win against App State. Ooh. Oh, just juicy yeah. things. <laughs> Ooh. Juicy, juicy squirtiness all over that. Juicy schedule. and squirting, man. This is a. This is a this is a made for children show, right? 
That's, uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the title. Juicy nuggets squirting all over your face. What? Juicy nuggets squirting all over. Well, that sounds like we're ramping, ramping right up for a last call type conversation. <laughs> well, we're way early for that, though. We're going to keep going, right? We're, we're 40 minutes in. I think that's pretty good. All right, whatever. I'll take You're the host. You guys got some more you want to talk about? Let's do it. Oh, uh, yeah. What, what else you got? I got one more thing. We can maybe do for last call or something. What do you want to do? Well, do knowing got? nothing at all about the um, president search, um, <clears throat> the one little nugget that I um, latched onto was there was an internal candidate, and I can only imagine uh, Barath, right? I mean, is that what we're all thinking? I don't oh, think so. Yeah, you, no, definitely. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're getting a, a head shake from Tim, so I I, I would tend to... You never know. You never know. See? See? You never uh, know. Hey, come on. We could be breaking news here, Tim. You got something for us? I don't know. If you sleep. know, you shouldn't say. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I am completely talking out of my ass. I can't I squirt anything out right now. Huh? I can't squirt anything out right now. Oh, that sounds like a personal problem, dude. Yeah, that sounded... <laughs> We're talking about the president of the university and talking about what you got going on in the bathroom. <laughs> it was like less enticing use of the word squirt. Yeah. Well, so his broth is, is he university or is he... He's university. Uh, Athletic. Okay, I thought he. No, was- he's a, but he's, he's like a, the general counsel for the university, isn't he? Like exactly. he's yeah. So I don't know if that's even something you get promoted for. But he's the person who I know of who could do it and would be you know somebody I like as a person. When I said I, I would athletics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He would. Well, he's definitely passionate about athletics. When I said I assume no, that's because I thought that he was uh, representative of athletics, not that he was a uh, university employed. Nope. Uh, like represent or representation or whatever. So yeah, I mean, I guess I mean they. Who knows? I, I would assume there's probably an assistant to Becker that's been working with him for a long time that maybe consider that role. I know nothing about that kind of stuff whatsoever at all. That's so. why I don't even know if lawyers go do that kind of thing or if it's somebody who's been in education or I have no idea Mark Becker's background. I yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, making stuff up. Who <laughs> was it? Wasn't like um, Patton? Wasn't he like a city planner or something like that before he came to Georgia State? I mean, it makes sense. I think a lot of these things are like political appoint appointments too. You know, I mean, the whole chancellor drama was was a big political thing because they were going to try to appoint Sonny Purdue, and everybody's like, "But he has no no experience whatsoever with, with this stuff." And everybody's like, "Well, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we should talk Wasn't about that, this." That was like when they wanted to make Condoleezza Rice the um, the commissioner of NCAA football. Whoa, but but she was on the college football playoff uh, uh, committee. She might still be. Well, that would be. This was before they even had the college football oh, playoff. Yeah. Yeah. She apparently is tied into it somehow or another because uh, she, like I said, she was on the playoff uh, selection committee. If she's not still on it, I think yeah. she might still be on it. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. But <laughs> I she was on it. I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know if she's still on it. But or like what her qualifications out. for that were? If she was just like one of the most famous people who raised their hand and said they wanted to, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, we'll get some news out of that." And then, yeah, and they got news out of it, and now we have no idea whether it happened or not. <laughs> well, we know it happened. She definitely <laughs> was on it. I don't know if she still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all. I want to go back to that, and uh, on a less, less uh, time crunch, you know, just discuss it between us, uh, since we don't know what the hell we're talking about. 
No, but I, I will be very much like uh, doing my Facebook stock, not Facebook, my internet stalking on whoever becomes the uh, the next president to see if there's any kind of indication about where they may fall in the uh, the athletics side of things. Because even though Ben talks about athletics being 2.6% of Georgia State budget, the potential there is for so much more with the university. And we don't want a president that's not going to be full steam ahead. Like Becker was great with acquiring Turner Field and getting the Convocation Center built and bringing things in. He he deserve, he will likely deserve a statue right next to Hank Aaron out there in the, in the on the bricks at some point for the university. Yeah, I'd love a, you know, someone that comes in that fully supports athletics, you know, picks up right where things left off, wherever they leave off. I mean, it seems like, you know, the current rules being extended ish, I guess, longer than, you know, what anyone wanted, but don't want the wrong hire. I mean, just like with, you know, with Cobb, you don't want the wrong hire in, in control. Um, even though Are you saying that Cobb was the wrong hire? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm trying to bait, bait you into something. You're doing something, all right? of these things single handedly, David. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. All right, well, I've got a couple of things I'll talk about last call. I mean, we've done 45 minutes here. Uh, I think cool. 40, 45 minutes seems to be a sweet spot. Uh, we can move on. There's a couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, there's an opportunity here in Atlanta to see three football games in one day, which is a pretty cool little thing. Uh, Ryan, I want to talk to you about this potential, this bill to get uh, potentially uh, college football players hired by the schools and unionized. I'm sure that will be, you have opinions on that. And, uh, yeah, then we'll talk about other crap. So cool. Other crap. Other crap's my most favorite topic. <laughs> oh, I didn't post this up there. I'm going to do it while, uh, Ben was on, but our, our free ship code this week, uh, at merch.saveatlanta.com is tournament tournament for free shipping on everything on the site uh, for this entire week. Thanks everybody for listening, uh, for that part. And yeah, please consider joining our Patreon. Uh, three bucks a month you get early access to our last call you also get to join our private group chat where we talk about things on the episode or things we can't talk about on the episode and uh, you know, you're gonna get discounts on our merch as well there gonna head over and do that you can find it on patreon.com slash state of atlanta thanks everybody for uh for listening this week bye y'all peace that's it for us this week thank you for listening please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.